Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. Hockey players are a different breed, man. Them, them guys, for as much as they uh, are, are reportedly, as much as they party outside of you know the games and, and off the ice, they're in amazing shape, and they just tend to stay that way. Yeah, I always thought that everyone always holds you know football players up as the ultimate specimens, and I say nay. I said it's the hockey players because they have to be just as rough and tumble as the NFL guys. You know, I'm sure getting hit by hockey players just, you know, getting chucked in the boards is probably just like getting hit by, you know, Ray Lewis in his prime. But they got to do it all on skates. Exactly. And have hand-eye coordination. And it's, yeah, hockey is hockey's not for the, uh, the, the unathletic, that's for sure. Or pussies. Yeah, that's true. A lot, a lot of guys, when we started playing uh, – hockey whether it was either on the ice or just roller hockey you know we were young we were stupid so we went full tilt with it and about after about the first day or two of us starting and, and trying to, and playing drop in with you know big boys who actually play you could see the the people who are like yeah i'm just gonna go play this on uh playstation or hey, whatever yeah. <laughs> men and the boys got separated real quickly yeah and then dumbasses like me were the ones who were out there taking a beating but hey I, I was like i was like rudy i'm like fuck that i'm gonna take this beating but i'm gonna keep playing that shit was fun, though. Man, if I, I saw mean, you coming at me on rollerblades, I get the fuck out the way. <laughs> he ain't yeah, hit me. That was only when I was two hundred pounds. <laughs> so <laughs> I was wondering what kind of dental plans the hockey, the NHL has to have. Like fucking, if Delta Dental just loves to see those guys come in. Hey, come on in. Uh, you know, after you sent one of my kids to college. After the lockout in the mid two thousands, I don't even know if they if the team has to carry dental for them anymore. Damn, it's cold blooded. Yeah. Yeah, their their union took a major hit with that one, but that lockout slash strike, whatever you want to call it, yeah, the players lost big time. I mean, the the NFL, NHL lost, but NHL lost before then because well, wasn't it Bettman pretty much going? Oh, where are you going to go play? I mean, to an ex- to an extent, but Bettman also tried to flex his nuts with uh, ESPN. And ESPN was like, we'll just drop you. Yeah, later, like, Dick. Well, Have fun well, on yeah, Versus. Exactly. The Outdoor Network. Yeah, OLN. Wasn't that what yeah. it was? Yeah, first. Yeah, and, and they were like, seriously, we'll just we'll drop you because unless it's one of like five, six teams or maybe a, a good route, a good rivalry at the time, World Series of Poker pulls in the exact same amount of fucking ratings as you guys do. So you're real. You're not threatening us at all. And Batman, coming from a basketball background, had that mentality. And which he's, I mean, he's pounded into the NHL, and that's you can argue. I hate Batman. He's a piece of shit in my book. He should not be commissioner whatever he's got to be almost retired he's been like commissioner forever hasn't he i don't know I, man i think that shit's like supreme court justice until he drops dead until he dies yeah like l davis he is just yeah he is just uh oh, he has definitely screwed up the the sport in my opinion i mean you take teams out of cities in canada who you know are going to support them through thick and thin no matter what phoenix and atlanta and Florida has two fucking teams, and you're going to give Vegas a team. It's like, okay, look, you still have Quebec. You still have well, Winnipeg got their team back, back. But, I mean, we talked about this before. You still have the, the, the Northeast in America. They could definitely do with another team somewhere in Wisconsin, somewhere in, in you know North Dakota, somewhere around there. Hey, let's give Green Bay a second professional team. Well, they got the football team, but they could support a hockey team. You know, why don't you go where people actually understand hockey? Because, gee, I don't know, six months out of the year, fucking every lake is frozen over that's near them. Yeah, you're telling me in New England, one team, the Boston Bruins? I mean, yeah. come on, meow. You got Hartford right there. We, we talked about the first show, Providence. Yep. I bet you could put one of goddamn Portland, Maine. I bet, you put, I bet you could put a pro hockey team in Syracuse, New York. Oh, Syracuse, uh, there was the Rochester Americans and the Syracuse Crunch. And those were, I believe, ECHL teams, East Coast Hockey League and OHL teams. And they actually drew. It was nuts. So I, I knew one of the guys that played for him. And I was like, so what's it like? And he's like, honestly, it's not that bad. We actually draw. We have fans. Because that's like, what people I, do up there. <laughs> like, it's yeah, crazy. you're right. And you know, where's your Milwaukee hockey team? Huh? Exactly. You're insane. I, if you look at the, if Gary you look Bettman. at if you look at, at at NCAA hockey, put a hockey team in San Diego while we're at it. It's yeah. <laughs> if you look at uh, NCAA hockey, look at where all the teams who are in the, you know the Frozen Four or whatever 
Elite Eight, whatever, you know, however they list their tournament. They're all Northern teams and Northeastern teams. These, I'm telling you, they would, yes, they're not going to draw basketball, baseball, football numbers, but hockey's never going to do that. So just accept that it's a niche sport. Move it back above the Mason-Dixon line unless a team south of there actually really does have a following. Like, I'd say you could probably keep San Jose Sharks as long as they keep doing well. I bet you could keep the Dallas Stars. Yeah, you can keep Dallas Stars. Um, yeah, but the Stars come from Minnesota. It's true. So, I mean, they, they had pedigree right there. Uh, you could keep L.A., even though L.A. is, they're fickle sports fans anyways. It's, it's they don't more know they about, have a team till they win the cup. Oh, hey, we have a hockey team. Yeah, and it's, it's more about, to a lot of people, going to the game and being seen at the game than actually being a fan of the sport or the team, which is one of my beefs with, with going to, to, to Tigers games these days because when I had season tickets, some, some games there was 5,000 people at Comerica everyone there was watching the game you could talk to almost anybody and everyone was knowledgeable the last couple times i've went it's like it's just like the la dodgers you know it's like to talk about the dodgers show up in the third leave in the sixth they're all taking selfies and the chicks are like oh i want my i want to drink my hurricane and i'm like oh my god someone shut this bitch up perhaps you saw there was a lot of suburbanite slash white shaming going on on social media regarding opening day wait what oh yeah for the tigers yes I must have missed that, dude. I mean, besides the usual fucking, you know, hipster douchebags like, oh, we're tired of all these suburbanites coming down here for Tiger's opening day. And it's like, douchebag, get over it. Deal with it. Uh, no, I mean, well, there was two. There was a news story of people in the, the Brush Park neighborhood. Some people broke into an abandoned house and were vandalizing it and called the cops. And a bunch of people jumped on that, you know, talking about the suburbanites coming down here and treating it. It's like, and I get what they're saying at the same time, like, the house has got fucking boarded up. <laughs> you know, like, what are they going to do? Damage the blight further? As, okay, so a bunch of drunk, rowdy people are assholes in empty, abandoned houses versus, I don't know, an average night where houses are broke into and stripped of every piece of copper and anything that they could scrap. Yeah, I mean, a point I, I tried to make on social media and the, and the white guilt mob just jumped right up my ass. Whoa, whoa, whoa. First of all, that's not white nor black guilt. Scrappers can be white or black, so mm -hmm. th fuck them for that. And I then, too, well, no, too, and there's also this Facebook post that was circulated. Uh, this dude taking a, took a picture of a, a parking lot with a whole bunch of red solo cups in it. Talking, And the post started with Dear Suburbanites slash Tiger fans. I mean, the subtle racism in there, for starters. And, you know, was talking about, please don't do this to my city. I don't come to your city and do this. Please treat the city with respect, which I get. But at the same time, it's like, do you have this much of a boner for the neighborhoods as you do the parking lots? Over the weekend, you know, there's a lot of, like, suburbanite slash white people shaming going on regarding opening day that i just thought was a bunch of just stupid bullshit oh we, christ we, we could get into that i mean i know it happens to an extent every year and i th mm -hmm. I feel like i've seen the picture you're talking about before with a little message attached to it you know like hey i'm a trust fund baby who lives in a fucking four thousand dollar loft in downtown detroit and please please don't destroy our neighborhood meanwhile these fuckers never go to the the east side war zone or southwest detroit yeah, exactly. mexican village or they don't come to the neighborhood where i used to live at which is might as well be the fucking suburbs but oh no that's 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 northwest detroit we don't go there yeah a point i tried to make a lot of people is like really like let's go a few blocks from downtown and let's 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 get let's have this attitude about around here yeah go go down to the russell and start that shit there mm -hmm. you go how about that but that's not that's not yeah, gonna happen but no like the 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 white guilt mob just fucking just jumped all over me like it's about treating things with respect i'm like i fucking get that but the spin you fucking putting on it is fucking retarded oh uh, i mean like, we can get into i i i kind of want to save because i mean i i i know you you've 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 got a rant obviously on deck so i mean you know I oh, see, I did too. we got the 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 dude wearing the caucasians oh that's my that's my fucking uh not profile picture, but my uh, my cover photo on Facebook, man. I thought that shit was hilarious. Like, I didn't, I was... Who the fuck would be... First of all, why are you offended by that? It's fucking hilarious. I mean, I, I don't care about the... Well, my whole point is, like, if you're trying to offend people, like, wrong term. Yeah. yeah Caucasians is stating the obvious. <laughs> crackers. Honkies. Whitey. All right? <laughs> the Oklahoma O-Phase. Yeah, like... 
You're going to come Caucasians? Like, the Georgetown the, gray meats. Yeah, that's the state in the fat is when you say Caucasians. The New Jersey no rhythms. I <laughs> know, right? <laughs> yeah, no, I just... I. I just think the shit's funny. I mean, personally, look, I, you know, we... I mean, we I get where his head this. is at, but wrong well, term. Uh, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, we talked about this before on, on our old podcast, and, you know, I, it's it's not my fight. I, who am I to say if, if, if a group of people are offended by Cleveland Indians or whatever the fuck, okay, fine, well, then go ahead, change it if you want to. If someone named their fucking team the Caucasians, it'd be funny. If someone named it the Crackers, it'd be even more funny. I mean, that's just me. I just, I don't get offended by shit like that. I don't know why. I just like, maybe it's because as, as a privileged white straight male, I don't know what it's like to be oppressed. So, Or you have a sense of humor. Well, I mean, I, I know, I, I'd like to think I know true oppression when I see it, but I've been told so much in the last two years of my life that, that I can't even sympathize with people who are oppressed because... I know, right? And I'm like, okay, well then... You're like, I've lived the same lifestyle. I don't get to be in the same club. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's it's the same thing with downtown on opening day, which is, I mean, which is funny because I was downtown in 2002 when we won the cup and everybody was out there and there was no problems. There was, I mean, you're always going to have some idiot that pisses on the fucking street, but that's day-to-day thing in yeah. cities like New York and Chicago. Detroit's just empty enough in certain areas where you don't see it all the time. So when those areas get full, filled up and you see it, you're like, whoa, that dude just dropped trout and took a shit right by the fox. Yeah, it's because fucking half the time, unless there's a vent down here and it's night, no one's down here. What the fuck? I, it's just, I don't know. I, I, I can't. I can't even give that. Yeah, I can't even. Stop being offended for other people. I know, right? Okay, I mean, that's just, that's the only thing I can say. You can go, hey, that's fucked up. And if that was me and you were saying that about me, I'd be offended. I get that. But, oh, I'm appalled, and I, you're not going to subjugate, you know, these people. And it's like, how condescending is that? What, they, these people can't speak for themselves? They need you, Mr. Mister uh, Carefully Quaffed Beard White Man, to fucking tell us about it? <laughs> Sit down, shut up, drink your fucking $18 fucking beer, and just, oh, God. You know, there's but, a saying we heard a lot when we were growing up, and the, the converse of it is starting to become true. Never trust anyone under 30. Yeah. Because <laughs> at this point, it, at least in our current climate, their head is just firmly and squarely in their ass. I mean, I'm sure our head is still up there to a degree, too. But, man, like I, I, I don't know oh. if it's just getting closer to 40, but uh, it's, we're, we're, we're getting into the territory of the, of the old podcast here. No, it's, hey, but, I mean, it's the truth. And... It's it's and to and to keep it somewhat sports related, it's a conversation I had with a coworker. You know, she is very much you know you are the gender you choose to identify yourself as. I said that's fine and dandy, but when you go to the doctor, I don't care if you had the operation. If you're over forty and you still have a prostate, you're getting a finger in the ass. Okay, I don't care if you walk in and say I identify as a non-binary gender presenting blah. blah. I don't care if you identify as an armored personnel carrier. Are you male or female? I am a doctor. I have to treat you based on your birth gender. Do you have a dick or a vagina? Yes. Oh, they took your vagina and they made it look like a penis? Great. You still have female anatomy up inside. I'm going to have to treat that. Still got ovaries. (laughs) You can still get uterine cancer, yes. Yeah. So... You know, and and she's talking about, well, you know, this. And, it, and I'm like, okay, fine. I don't care. Sports. There's my question. What about sports? And she's like, well, I really don't. I mean, I, I don't see why men and women can't compete. I'm like, have you ever played against grown men? Miss five foot four, hundred pounds. Have you ever strapped on some pads and went out there and took some hits from high school football players, let alone college and professional? Well, too, and Caitlyn Jenner can talk, identify with what she wants to be all she wants, but when she steps up to that T, she's still going to crush it like a dude. Exactly, exactly. And she's just like, she's oh, still you got don't. A dude's body mass, a dude's bone structure. And, and, this co-worker is just, oh, you just don't get it. You don't understand. And that's when I just looked at her. I said, here's the deal. I wish we could fast forward time for just an hour to where you're 40 years old, okay? And some fucking 19-year-old who don't know shit about shit walks up to you and goes, two plus two doesn't equal four. It equals five. And you have to look at that person and go, what? <laughs> My answer yes. identifies as five. <laughs> I feel 2 plus 2 equals 5, therefore my feelings are valid, so 2 plus 2 equals 5. And you have to just go, all my life, and then everyone around this person will sit and politely clap 
Yeah, it's five. Oh, yes. Or you snap believe because it is. they don't want to. Yes, snap because they don't want to startle anyone and trigger anyone with PTSD. And so, and and you're just gonna have to sit there and just go. You can't argue with that. It's it's like if you walk up to someone and go, uh, so where are you from, Pluto? Uh, is that a town somewhere I haven't heard of? No, it's the planet. Well, first of all, it's not a planet anymore. But okay. Um, how are the winners there? Seems like they'd be awful long. You know, I you can't argue with someone who's in that mindset. So I'm just like, okay, here here's the deal. Let's get it. Let's let everybody get a good laugh. And we worry about our kids playing high school football and getting concussions and, and fucking up themselves up for the rest of their lives. Start putting fucking anybody who wants to be on the team, male or female, out there with people who actually deserve to be on the team and let them go full tilt at each other. Ooh. <laughs> I get ugly. Exactly. I'm going to laugh my ass off because it's going to be like something out of jackass. That's what it's going to look like to me. <laughs> That girl I just mean, folded in half. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that 90-pound Michael Sarah-looking motherfucker. Why does he think he's a linebacker? Yeah, go ahead, buddy. They crushed yeah. her pelvis. So, you know, hey, that's but I mean that's 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 an that's a, an issue that I think is going to get more and more interesting as we get older. Just how does how does all more, this social change fit into sports? Yeah, we're becoming more feelings based as a society and not logic based. And it's good for some things but not for others is what you can boil it down to. Then it doesn't apply to everything. Exactly. And sports is very much by its very nature a win or go home situation there are clear winners and queer and, and, <laughs> oh boy <laughs> clear winners and clear losers and we can take that out of children's sports all we want we don't keep score everyone's a winner whatever fine okay you choose to put your child in that type of sports good but when it comes to oh your kid actually has talent well, we want to put him on a travel team and guess what there are winners and there are losers ain't no participation trophies in life son Exactly. You don't, you don't get a participation trophy for showing up to work. Yeah. So, you know, I, it's going to be interesting to see how, how this happens because you get a lot of the kids growing up with that are, are just now starting to hit the age to where, and there's always going to be kids that are complete opposite. Shit they do can who, affect us. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, there's always going to be kids that are the complete opposite and go, oh, I, whatever. I don't care. What happens I, when I these play people football. start getting into the into fucking washington that's this i hope i'm dead by then hey you know (laughs) here's here's my thing we have just let so much bullshit fuck with sports and and how it's played and how we view it in society to where it's 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 not even entertaining isn't isn't the whole point of sports is it supposed to be fun first and foremost yes it's supposed to be entertaining to watch Exactly. And or we participate have, in. Exactly, yeah, yeah. And it, we've turned it into something that is just, no, it's like some half-assed life lesson, but we don't want it to teach the life lessons that it taught everybody for thousands of years, you know, going back to the original Olympics with clear winners and losers. We want it to teach the life lessons we want it to teach. Have then, there been you know two misogynist comments in the last two weeks regarding baseball and the new rules, by the way? <laughs> Wasn't there someone talking about we might as well go out there in dresses? Dresses. Oh, and then uh, someone else, a coach was talking about, like, uh, he said something about running around like a bunch of women or something like that. And here's the thing. I I, I wish someone would have hunted down any, any of the uh, women players from the uh, Women's Baseball Association that played during World War II and said, what are your feelings on this? Because I, I guarantee they'd have been like, shit, we slid to take each other out and we were in dresses. So yeah. what, what the hell are these pussies bitching about? You know, they're making way more money than we ever made. Yeah, pussification of the country is, is starting to permeate sports. About the last decade, like it's starting to rear its its ugly head. And you know what? I mean, this might be a, a an archaic way to think about it, but like you know what they're making per hour, per game, per day. Fuck that! They can they can afford to do that shit. And as much as this sounds like I, I'm like you know saying fuck fuck the athletes, I'm not. Here's the deal: you got players that come in. We're starting to see it in the NFL. They come in, they play, they, they, they get their rookie contract, they play, and they go, you know what, I've done the damn thing, I've made a decent amount of money. Some of them 
probably, you know, have at least a four-year degree. And if not, they can always go back to college. They've, they've had that life experience. They've got the cash. If they were smart with it, they can set themselves up for life. Maybe not their entire family, but themselves at least. And they can walk away from the game without having hip and knee replacements and brain injuries and stuff like that. But there's always a risk in sports. I find it funny that we... Oh, you're going to get fucked up if you play sports. People like uh, who retired last week, uh, DeBrickashaw Ferguson, people like that guy are few and far between. Like, never got injured, started every game. Oh, yeah. Like, those guys are fucking, uh, you know, Neil in a haystack. Let's keep using the metaphors here. But, yeah, if you play sports, you're going to get fucked up. Something is going to get fucked up at some point if you are a professional athlete. And I just think it's funny that we have so many people who don't want ki- their kids to play sports because they might get hurt. Yet, okay, th- let's be honest, some of these people are probably people who come from low-income families. So what are you going to tell them? Join join the military so you can go to college? Yeah, for some of them, it's their, it's their way out. It's their ticket. I mean... Granted, I am totally for paying college athletes, not necessarily like professional athletes, but paying them a salary to play because the NCAA is just, that's that's a whole other show unto itself. But It's a racket. Exactly. It's really what it is. But that was the point. These kids get an education and they have an opportunity, if they're good enough, to move on to the professional league or leagues and make their money. And that's that. And it's, it's just... Okay, so I just can't wrap my mind around it. I don't want my kid playing football because he could get hurt or, God forbid, he could get killed. But I'll have my kid join the military. Part of playing the game is getting the shit kicked out of you. Exactly. We all knew the risk. We all knew the risk. We had a kid that had a compound fracture when we were six years old playing soccer. You know how six-year-old plays soccer? It looks like a gangbang. Shitty, yeah. Yeah, it's <laughs> you know, like right? fucking 20 kids, including both goalies, huddled around one fucking ball. It is literally an organized game of Smear the Queer. The Queer yes. being the ball. It's just it's like eight six-year-olds all running after it in a crowd. It's like out of a, it's out of a cartoon, really. <laughs> I, I, can, I can clearly remember the coach. Don't bunch. And so what we do? <laughs> we bunched. <laughs> but, I mean, there was a kid who actually broke his leg so bad that the bone was sticking out. And it was like, yes, it can happen. But guess what? Unless you raise your little fucking crotch dropping in a, in a safe little bubble boy environment, that kid could do anything. That kid could slip in the bathtub and crack his skull open. That kid could fall off the toilet you're trying to toilet train him and, and dislocate his arm. He could, he could knock out his front teeth slipping on spilled water in the kitchen and hit the edge of the counter. Anything. That shit is gross. <laughs> you can't. You cannot, you cannot make everything in this world child safe. It's impossible. We're all special little snowflakes, Rich. Never forget that. I know. I know. <laughs> and, and like snowflakes, why can't they melt and go the fuck away at least for six months out of the year? Damn straight. Christopher Media. Let's make some noise. Welcome to Sporty, the show that gives you half-ass sports fans giving their half-ass opinions. Now, here are your hosts, Chris and Rich. Show number two. Number two. Made it back. You know, there's a little gap, but, you know, whatever. Fuck you. This is free. <laughs> we'll, yeah. We'll, un- we, un- we'll give you this podcast when we decide to give you the podcast. Yeah, well, real life does sometimes take precedence over talking sports, but... If you want to head to the, the website and uh, click the PayPal button and donate, knock yourself out, click through the Amazon, all that fun stuff. But till then, hey, sometimes you're going to miss a week. I'm Chris. I am Rich. All right. And by the way, I just had to point this out. I like how Big Voice Guy almost cracked himself up reading the liner. I know, right? <laughs> well, I had several takes, and that's the one I, I pulled out. I liked it. Yeah, it's, 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 it's genuine. It, it fits with the very uh, half-assed, loose nature of the show. So. Yes, exactly. You know, it, it's, you know, I was thinking about an angle for the show, too. Think about this as, you know, the show that we can, we can give you enough to go to the water cooler with, you know. <laughs> water coolers are becoming a thing again. Because people are getting on uh, the kick of just drinking water, which is not a bad thing, I guess. But they are making a return. Now they have hot and cold. Anyway. Maybe, it's just, maybe it's just me, but Enough factory water. workers, we always had hot and cold. The hop didn't work half the time, but we had the, it gave you the, the illusion of the option of getting some hot water if you really wanted to after working in a 115-degree shop. I love how we're kicking off the show with actual talk about water coolers. <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate in water cooler talk. All right, so... It's a big week. 
NBA, NHL playoffs are set. Our home teams both fucked around and made it. And literally. Both should be first-round exits. In in terms of the Red Wings, fucked around and, yep. You know, it's like the song, fooled around and fell in love. It's like they lucked into fucking getting a a I mean, yeah, it came down to game 82. It was like, oh, come on, guys. Like, all week. And then they even lost. They even lost lost against a Rangers team who had nothing to play for, really. The Rangers ran their B team out there. They were trying to tank B that and game. B and C team. I mean, literally. It'd be like putting me out there. <laughs> and, and, and the Wings were like, I don't know, man. His 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 two-mile-per-hour skating is just too much for us. We can't take it. Uh, it was it was, it was was an ugly way to get in, but fuck it, they're in. And if, you know, Boston, thank you. Yeah. yeah, oh yeah, talk about choke jobs. Oh Jesus. yeah, how how pissed are you if you are a Boston Bruins fan? But yeah, they're in, they're, so since they're in... They kept the streak alive. But of course they come up against Tampa Bay, and Tampa Bay is without Stamkos, because of, as we talked about earlier, injury, but... Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's pretty much unanimous. Everything I've been reading and all the opinions from the talking heads that uh, they think Tampa Bay is going to win. Um, the Chicago's defending. Yeah, we went over this last show. Chicago's defending champ. Didn't they lose two? Or didn't Tampa Bay lost to Chicago? Yep. Yep. And uh, never good for your team when Barry Melrose of ESPN picks your team to win a series. He's picked Detroit to beat Tampa, so. Oh. I'm pretty much saying that that's that's the guaranteed uh, you're you're out. I mean, do they got a shot? Sure. I mean, they're in the playoffs, but um. that, that is the fun thing about the NHL playoffs is it truly is the second season, and out of fucking nowhere, a goalie can get hot and just steal you a series, steal you a couple series, and next thing you know, you're sitting there going, who the fuck are these guys, and why are they in the conference finals? I mean, I, I it's happened so many times in my lifetime. I mean, think back to uh, 20 years ago, 1996. It was Colorado versus the fucking Florida Panthers. John Van Beesbrook, of all fucking people, carried the Panthers to the fucking cup finals. I mean, you know, granted, you know, Colorado was like, oh, no, <laughs> we're going to dip this in the bud. <laughs> we went through Chicago, Detroit, and now, and I can't remember who they played. They played Chicago in the second round, Detroit in the third round, if I'm correct. And in the finals, they met Florida. And they were just like, no, 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 shh, just here. We're going to sweep you under the rug. And okay, yeah, Waz great. He's an hey, asshole. Thanks for coming He's out. The best ever. Yeah. See, see you in September. <laughs> But yeah, speaking of Florida Panthers, they are the number one seed in the East over the, and they're playing the Islanders, which I'm pretty much. I mean, we, I, I, we can read it off real quick and give our predictions here. Who you got over Florida and uh, the Islanders? Who you taking? Fuck Islanders. Why not? You're just gonna, you're gonna just go with all the underdogs, huh? Yeah. <laughs> you know, they play I, at the Barclays Center. I'm in New York all the time. Why not? Gotcha. Yeah, I got. I definitely got Florida in that. Um, and we have Tampa Bay and Detroit. Oh, that one is kills me to say this. I'm going to go with Tampa. Really? Yeah. I'm a, Why I'm not? A, I'll be the Homer asshole. And then you got Washington and Philly. And Washington's a clear choice there. Philly yeah. also fucked around and made the playoffs. Yeah, there's a whole lot of oops. Sorry, didn't mean to be. Did, yeah. Didn't mean to break up your uh, your your playoff party. This one, this is probably out of well, Washington and Philly could be a very good series. But out of everybody in the East, I'm saying Pittsburgh and Rangers has the chance to be the best series. And I hate Pittsburgh, so I'm going to go ahead and say the Rangers. But I, I really deep down, if gun to my head, put money on it. I think Pittsburgh's going to take that. I'll take the Rangers, my second home team. And then over in the West, you have. Dallas and Minnesota. Yeah, I uh, gotta go with the da- Wild on that one, man. Uh, I Dallas. I mean, that's that's that, they're just strong in the West. That's just my opinion. I think they could take that one. Um, probably the best matchup as far as classic rivalries comes next, and that's St. Louis and Chicago. Ooh, uh, I mean, hey, you got to take Chicago, right? They're defending champs. Yes, they are, and that has that has a chance to get bloody. We're talking some old school. Uh, some old school, you know, might not win the game, but you see where the fights were on the ice type stuff. Mm-hmm. And then Anaheim and Nashville. Hey. Oh, man. Do you do? I mean, do you just go with ducks, man? 
that's pretty much who I have on that one, yeah. And then this one can be a good one. It's just because from what I, I I'm not a I'm not a huge I'm not huge on uh, L.A. and San Jose, but uh, my sister is a pretty big Kings fan, and she says that San Jose and L.A. have a pretty good rivalry rivalry going. So yeah, that's no that's NorCal and SoCal. Yeah, so I mean that could be that could be another good series. Um, yeah, I would go with L.A. on that one. That's just, that's my gut on that one. Well, yeah, they're only a few years removed from a cup. It's a good call. We'll agree. We'll agree there. Well, they also, I mean, Quick is still, he's a, he's a, he's a goalie who is proven, and he's still young. He's still in his prime. You know, mm-hmm. you got to ride the hot goaltender. I mean, it's, it's, that's the one difference that, that hockey can make is, that's the one player that can turn a series. It's just the goaltender that stands on his head. Uh, yeah, that's uh, one of the toughest jobs in Detroit, too, right? Was it Lions quarterback, uh, starting pitcher for the Tigers, and goalie for the Red Wings? Pretty much. Because when I lived in upstate New York, man, that was when uh, Hasek was out there. Yeah. There was never any question, you know, who was their number one goalie. The dominator. Yeah, I mean, it was constant. You know, like here in Detroit, it's constantly, you know, well, put Mrazek in, but put Howard in, or when Osgood was here, you know, what, what about Legacy? Hey, put Hudson in, you know. What I mean, in in Buffalo, it was no, it's it's Dominic Ashley. If he can't play, why can't he play? What's wrong with him? Fix him. Put him out there. <laughs> you know, yeah. like what's, what does Michael Jackson use? The parabolic chamber, whatever the <laughs> yeah. fuck it is. Put him in there. We got to get him in here, man. Hopefully, and this is just me. I I have slept so hard on the playoffs last couple of years because I've just resisted the changes to the game, but I'm actually going to give it a, a full-on shot this year. What really bums me out is no uh, no, no Canadian teams at all. So I know the enti- our entire... Canada, get your shit together. No, our entire neighbors to the north got to be fucking salty right now. I yeah. mean, that's, that, that's just... They're looking like going, see, this is that Batman asshole we were talking about. This is what he wanted. <laughs> and here in America, every team's American in the playoffs. And what are you going to get? A big collective. Eh, maybe yeah, as far as ratings go, absolutely. Unless it's going to be in like you know the the Midwest and the Northeast. Like, yeah, quite maybe, honestly, maybe if it if it comes down to it, maybe if it's like L.A. versus the Rangers or you know, Chicago versus the Rangers. Well, I mean, Chicago versus the Rangers, that's an original six matchup. So if you're a hockey fan, you're going to watch it regardless. But, you know, you, you always want to go for more of a, a the matchup if your team's not in it, in my opinion. So, Yeah, we will, it, it's... I, you know, I, I just like the fact that the, the Wings, they, they made it. You know, it was standing some history in the face. You know, that's what, 25 years, so what, 1991 was the last time? Yeah. God damn. Yeah, I have a buddy who, uh, I have a buddy who, uh, is in radio, and he's a younger guy, and he said, every year I've been alive, they've been in the playoffs. He does not know a world where the Red Wings don't make the playoffs. It's like the internet, it's always been there. Yeah. For this guy. So... I'm like, hey man, savor the flavor because I don't think it's gonna I don't think it's gonna last much longer, but And it probably really shouldn't, judging by how they're just barely making the playoffs and how they're just barely hanging on when they get in to even giving, you know, that much of a fight to their first round opponent. I mean if they get swept out of the first round, I hate to say it, but I think it's time, you know, Datsu touched on it earlier. He might not be around. Well, you know what? Maybe don't spend all that money on uh, free agents and, and, and try to prop us up with uh, old guys. Maybe it's time to just blow it up. Well, they know? need to go back to what they were, and maybe they are. I haven't been paying that much attention to them the last couple of years. Go back to what they were doing in the early 2000s, man, and fucking stock the fucking pond in the, in the farm system. And it's, it's it's harder said than done, though. I mean, because in, so, in hockey, you really have to be bad for a couple of years to really stock your, your, your farm system. I mean, it has to be like, and now, of course, they have the, the draft lottery, like they did, too, in the NBA. Thanks, Batman. And uh, so there's no guarantee, you know, even if you're the worst fucking team that you're going to get the number one overall pick. If you don't make the playoffs, there's still a chance. If you're the team that just missed it, you can end up with the number one pick. Granted, it's a 1-2% chance, something like that, but still. And that just, 
I don't know, man. I it just seems like it's there is more parity in the league. I will say that, but is it what's best for the game? I mean, I don't see the ratings being any better than they were in the 80s when hockey was at its, like... Yeah, so this ain't peak. the late 80s, early 90s anymore, man. Maybe even mid-90s, too, I mean. Well, mid-90s, excuse me, mid-90s, and I'm, a lot of people will hate on me for saying this, but it's just honest to God's truth. What saved it was it being on ESPN. It's still being the the very tail end, but it was still the age of the enforcer skating alongside the superstar. So you had to answer for what you did to the superstar. I mean, when they traded Gretzky, McSorley went with them. You know, that was not by accident. You know, Iserman had Koser and Probert. You know, every star had his enforcer, and the enforcers could play. These days, it's like cheap shots left and right, diving. There is a video. If you're a hockey fan, you don't have to look it up. You've already seen it. But if you're if you're just a casual fan, look it up and just look up the the worst Sidney Crosby dives. Like yeah. th- I, I, this this guy makes fucking soccer players look like they don't take dives. Well, I mean, there's a lot of flopping too. And and have you seen in the NBA lately? That shit goes oh, on. Oh God, yeah. All the time in the NBA, I mean, it's just a page right out of soccer's book, though. You know, with all these guys taking these dives and doing these flops. Oh yeah, the, one of my favorite thirty for thirties was uh, the one about Reggie Miller and uh, and the Knicks uh, winning time, and they were showing just like you know he would get grazed and he'd go into these theatrics and, and you know fall back and act like you know the dude just bitch slapped him and it, it was just <laughs> I was watching it and I was like, my God, this is this is why. I lost so much interest in, in, in basketball. And this is why I'm losing so much interest in hockey, because it's not a contact sport anymore. I mean, it is, but it isn't. Every, you know, everything's a dirty hit. Everything's a foul. Everything, no, let them fucking play. I remember back in the day, in, in playoff hockey, for there to be a five-on-three, someone had to, to literally try to take their skate off and kill another person. Now, if you fart too hard in front of the ref, it's a five-on-three. That's ridiculous. Do we want to talk NBA playoffs? I mean, we can. That's... Sadly, I'm starting to think that <laughs> this podcast might get more traction in Canada than it will. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? This particular episode. But, uh, P- yeah, Pistons first round matchup, Cleveland. <laughs> there we go. Sorry. Yeah. It, it was it was a it was a good run, guys. Hey, and you're you're building for the future. Even though people say there's no momentum from one season to the next, we'll we'll see. <laughs> God, Cleveland, really? Uh, yeah. Really? LeBron Ugh. just posterizing us the entire playoffs, and he don't even really want to be there, and he's just gonna wipe the floor with him. That's the sad part. Yeah, that's even what we got: Golden State and Utah. I mean, that should be. You know, it should be like having a bye week for Golden State, shouldn't it? It, it should. <laughs> it should. I mean, hey, we got to do these scrimmages. <laughs> what I find funny is that there's a lot of shit talk from teams who haven't been on the floor together 20 years ago or in 20 years about what they would do to Golden State these days. I know, right? And I'm just like, oh, really? Really? Okay. It's it, like anytime I hear, you know, oh, the worst team in the NFL could be the best all star college football team ever put together and it's like yeah but it's never gonna happen so why are we talking about it i mean it's fun to bullshit but let's be honest the bulls in, of 95 96 played in a completely different era than it is now i mean any he, they were they were pussifying it then so i mean i i don't know i, I just think it's funny you got toronto and indiana apparently toronto's good now their second seed, 54 and 26 at the moment. Uh, we got uh, the Spurs and uh, the Mavericks. Novitsky's still playing, right? Oh, yeah. He's a player coach. <laughs> well, I guess if Tim Duncan isn't, neither should Novitsky be. Uh, Atlanta and Charlotte. Uh, Oklahoma City and Memphis. Boston and Miami. And uh, the Clippers and the Trailblazers. I, you know, Boston and Miami is a matchup that it actually I might actually pay pay more than just a, a passing bit of attention to. Can't really say why. I mean, it's not like I have any any rooting interest in either side, but that seems like it'll be a little bit of a closer series than uh, <laughs> than Detroit Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, no right. <laughs> Man, who's that cat coming down the street? I don't know, but it sounds to me like that. Oh, what's this? What's this? Why are they talking? Oh, anyway. This music's subtly racist, anyway. <laughs> What'd you get the Puffy remix of this? Uh huh. Yeah, thought I told you I can't stop. I told <laughs> yeah, no, you I can't all stop. All of a sudden, there's gonna be a bass drop coming. <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, don't, I don't. Don't we, we sound like two white guys who don't watch basketball trying to talk about basketball. <laughs> That's exactly what we are. Yes. <laughs> I just, hey man, if this was the the eighties. I'd be into it if they played like they did in the 80s. That's all I can say. I wasn't around in, to watch it in the 70s and 60s and 50s and couldn't tell you about that era. But uh, I, I do remember the battles in the 80s. And it was, I mean, it's fucking legendary, man. <laughs> Lakers in Boston. Come on now. Bird and Magic. That was that was must-see TV back in the day, even when you only had five, six channels. Michael Jordan and anybody? Yeah. yeah. I remember when Jordan wasn't Jordan yet. He hadn't won a championship, and him just watching him lose. And there, it's weird to me that there are people out there who are, just like me, alive and watching it happen, who cannot remember that. I and was I'm at like, the game at the Silverdome where he had the flu and put up like 50-something. I was at that bitch. Now I know he didn't. He do it again, famously in the playoffs. Oh yeah. But there was like a yeah, it was like an Easter Sunday game. It was but the same situation. Michael Jordan like had the flu and he put up like fifty something points. I was like ten. But I mean, from what I know about, from what I've been paying attention to basketball, uh, you know, for his podcast, I poked my head back out of the ground start paying attention to the sports world again. It's pretty much Golden State's to lose this year. I mean, they're they're about to break that record. I mean, if you watch them play, they just look like one of those teams that's just right place right time and it's going to be like hey remember this team yeah is the term team of destiny is it the 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 cliche they like to throw around a lot oh yeah well you have you pretty much you pretty much on wednesday night is the last night of the regular season if if i'm correct which will be the night this airs um but you have that game them going for 73 which (laughs) probably my most weird crush on espn rachel nichols is like whatever They've won 72 games. They're going to win 73. Stop taking shots at my team. So I'm just like, oh, okay. I love how the Warriors, yeah, your team. What? Just, let's talk. Uh, I'm, I'm paraphrasing. I'm paraphrasing. Let's talk five years ago. <laughs> your team five years ago. But also Wednesday night, at the exact same time, you're going to have Kobe playing his last game. Yeah, that's. That's big. Which, uh, yeah, he dropped like what, thirty two, thirty six the other night. Like he's been having himself a week. Like, do you, just, think, do you think teams are laying down for him? Like, I, you know, <sighs> maybe leaving him a, a lane to the basket. Like, it's your last week, Kobe. You can drop thirty on us one more time. I hate to keep saying it because it just makes me the old guy. But twenty years ago, I'd say no, not a chance in hell. These days, who knows, man? I mean, it's not like the Lakers are playing for anything. <laughs> I mean, know, right. I, I can't even say they're playing for pride at this point with the bullshit that went on with the recording and or in front of any fans. If you see yeah. footage of Lakers games lately, is Jack is Jack still even at the Lakers games? <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? He's at, he was he's at Clippers games now. It's but yeah, I was seen. I was actually listening to something on Sunday because uh, I was at work. I couldn't I couldn't watch TV, but I could listen to sports talk radio. And it happened to be the four letter network, and it was a national thing. So they were talking about. Uh, you know Kobe's history, et cetera, et cetera. And Stephen A. Smith was on, and he brought up something that I guess has been a poorly kept secret for a while, but he confirmed it that uh, when Shaq and Kobe were first the first season they were together, one of their first practices, they kind of had a little run in. And I guess Shaq, according to Stephen A. Smith, I'm just passing on the information. The exact word he used was slapped Kobe, which brings to mind certain. You don't slap a grown man. I mean, do we have to go over the uh, the rules that uh? Charlie Murphy laid down. I'll take the rapists for 200. I mean, we're talking about Kobe, right? Everyone forgets about that. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, that, and they said how that set the, uh, right there, the tone for their, their partnership. And even though they hated each other, they still went on to win, what, four championships together? And how I, and this I did not know about. I would, didn't live in L.A., wasn't really following the Lakers at this point. But it's kind of an interesting thing to think about. It, they said that the entire city of L.A. was divided. It was either Team Kobe or Team Shaq. And wow. I'm like, I, like, have we ever really had that? Like, I don't, I don't think we've had that in our city. First of all, you don't slap a man. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You don't slap it. And then back in the day when slapping was fashionable, they had a duel afterwards. What <laughs> of them had to go? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and it's just like, man, that is nuts. And to think about that, and um, can you imagine that in today's sports world? I mean, where you 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 can't keep anything in the locker room because of social media. Oh, like a your like your boy Swaggy P. What are the five fingers? Say to the face. <laughs> what? Stop. Footage from that practice. Kobe met Shaq. 
<laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, exactly, exactly. That and, I mean, someone, a, a fucking janitor, somebody who is just happens to be working wherever they're practicing would have just pulled out a camera and started recording and it had leaked out somehow, you some way. People at this point know not to do shady shit anymore. Well, you're not in public, you know. Have you talked about first show, Johnny Manziel? You found that shit out the hard way. Especially if you're in a public eye now. Fucking, you gotta be a goddamn Boy Scout. Yeah, unfortunately. I mean, there's no more... Well, I mean, well, there might be, man. Like, like, like. But should, here, here's this conversation, and I'm sure we're retreading. We're not breaking any new ground here in the, in the sports talk realm. But shouldn't they be? I mean, don't they realize a lot of those guys... A lot of little, a lot of kids are looking at you, looking up to you, wanting to be like you. I mean, and doesn't that come, isn't that we're talking about things that come with the territory, and that's something that comes with the territory. I mean, we know we had Charles Barkley talking about I'm not a role model and all that shit when we were kids, but still, in that part of the gig, I, I, I don't know the, the 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 athletes I looked up to when I was a kid. I looked up to them because the way they played on the field, I had no idea what their personal lives were. So that's you, but you know we're we're smarter it's, it's, than the average bear. Ever since Barkley said that, I've agreed with him. I'm not a fucking role model. I'm an athlete. You know. I mean, if you if your kids aspiring to be me, like I was, if you want to call it blessed, born, you know, lucky with you know athletic talent and the size to do what I do, and and the will and determination to hone that talent into a career. But I mean, you know, yeah, look up to that. But as a human being, I'm just as flawed as everybody else. Do you think you he know? hangs out with Spike Lee and Sam Jackson? You know, on the weekends. Who? Charles Barkley. No, I think he hangs out at the casino on the weekends. That's what I think. Seen his his recent round of commercials. Apparently, uh, Capital One wants you to think him and Spike Lee and Sam Jackson are all buddy buddy. I have totally missed those commercials. And they were hanging out with Kermit the Frog. They acting like Kermit would hang out with them. Kermit was calling them bros in the commercial as well. He's like, hey, bros. You know, they're they're Heidi Ho Kermit uh, here, and they were capping on him for a Miss Piggy. Talking about, you know, hurrying him up. And it was Charles Barkley who was like, sometimes you bring home the bacon. Sometimes the bacon brings you home. Or something like that. And it was, it was like they were, it's like they were playing the dozens with Kermit. <laughs> like, let me see if I can find this shit. First of all, I'm surprised that commercial aired without someone yelling cultural appropriation because Kermit was calling. Bros. Charles Barkley. He's calling Sp- them all Spike bros. Lee. He's like, yeah, hey, bros. Bro. <laughs> but isn't it okay? Because Spike Lee was in it. I mean, so doesn't that make it okay now? <laughs> in, in their fucking retarded culture like Spike Lee's in it so it's okay oh, man I, I don't know it, like I said I, I was going to save this this is what I was going to say I ain't got dog in this fight mm-hmm. apparently I'm not allowed to have an opinion about certain things because of the, the, the color of my skin who I'm attracted to so if I'm not allowed to, to have an opinion even if it's to support somebody and my my opinion is invalid then fuck it i don't care so that's what that's what you're going to get it's <laughs> what we want it's what we want it's what we want we want a whole society that, that just doesn't give a fuck cuz they're tired of being told they can't understand and they can't they can't even have empathy and compassion like i can drive by someone on the street who just had a car accident and have and see that they're fucked up behind the wheel looking like a goddamn fucking you know Picasso painting they're so fucked up and have empathy and compassion for what they're going through. But I can't, you know, someone, oh, yeah, you know, this person's being fucked with because of their gender or because of their, you know, sexual orientation. Yeah, it's fucked up. You shouldn't do that. Well, you can't speak on it. You're you're whitewashing the situation. Well, then fuck it. I'm whitewashing the situation. I don't give a shit. How about that? I believe the term is white-splaining. Is that it? Yeah. Come in, my man. You ready to fan out? Yeah, I can't watch the game. What happened? She happened. Chit-chat, frog! We got a show to do! Saying ain't so, my little green bro. Right, so I gotta go. Sometimes you bring home the bacon, sometimes the bacon brings you home. Too true. <laughs> Watch it, Chucky! Uh, see you, Karen. Two fingers. Yeah, back at you, bros. Mm. I always heard she was a ham. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Oh, man. Where's uh? No, I'm surprised. I, no, I bet you somewhere on Twitter someone was pissed off about that because Kermit oh. was also giving him the two fingers. Kermit yep. on his chest, you know, one love, you know. <laughs> Kermit was like two ones, pimping. Yeah, they're like, 
<laughs> nope, can't have that. Oh man. See, I'm just this is this is why it's so hard for me. I don't even watch commercials. I swear to commercials come on and if it's a live sports thing, I get up and leave the room. This is why I could never do terrestrial radio because I'd be like, don't buy any of that shit. It's all garbage. <laughs> you know what you want. No commercials ever made me decide to buy anything. Yeah. Totally I, alerted I, me of something I've wanted to buy. Oh, I can buy that now. Oh yeah. Or or oh, there's you know, instead of Coke, there's Coke and Pepsi. Oh, you put oh, the okay. chocolate into the peanut butter? <laughs> oh, snap. This is this, this some next level shit right here. So <laughs> yeah. I must get this. <laughs> and, and I hate to say it, but I mean, Kermit, you're off the artistic roll call. You know? You Fucking just... Muppet. He never was on an artistic <laughs> roll call. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just flashing that. that no, but have you noticed that, man, actors don't give a fuck anymore? Like, everybody pimps everything now. I think, and I think the line in the sand was Alec Baldwin doing Capital One commercials. I think once people were like, what? Baldwin? Because fucking, you know what blew my, you know what blows my mind now? I don't know if you've seen this or not. Fucking Jason Schwartzman is doing commercials with Alec Baldwin for that Amazon fucking Alexa thing or whatever it is. Fucking Jason Schwartzman, Mr. fucking indie film guy, you know, yeah. street hipster cred, whatever you want to call it. Like, I mean, that must mean it's over, right? Like, apparently there's no more taboo on commercials if guys like that are doing spots now. I guess. I mean, I I still have definite feelings about certain things and 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 if if an artist wants to allow their likeness or their music or whatever to be used that's fine that's up to them i have issues with family members trying to cash in on on, on dead relatives and it's like really Jamie i mean Hendrix. like you 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 can't you can't find a movie to put the music in you can't find a video game a television show no 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 we gotta have Jimi hendrix or jim morrison selling coke or pepsi or you know i mean you know i mean we're musicians man you know ray manzarek was ray manzarek was just fucking flogging that doors horse Trying to get that thing to shit out every goddamn penny he could. I, dude, it, you when you, when your career comes to a screeching halt like the Doors did, and they tried. I'll give them credit. They released a couple albums without Morrison. They didn't do anything, but they released a couple albums. But yeah, were they still the Doors, or were, did they have a different name? I don't they were the Doors. Really? Yeah. I was not aware of this. Are Holy they out of print, or they they think studios are trying to bury? Oh, I have no idea. The only reason I know this at all is because I have a buddy who's a huge Doors fan. And when he told me that, I was like, get the fuck out of here. He's like, no, I swear to God. Is someone else was singing or was it instrumentals? I believe it was Ray singing. Oh. Yeah. Yikes. Those all died in a mysterious studio fire. All the masters were lost. Yeah, uh... Yeah, it, it was two albums, Other Voices and Full Circle. Ouch. Yeah, so, good times there. Yeah. How do we get on talking about this? Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's a great how it great goes. Oh, well, there is uh, some very fucked up and sad news. What's this? Will Smith. Oh, yeah, that. Former New Orleans... Saints D end, yeah. Shot. What was it? Yesterday? I think yeah, it was Sunday. Saturday morning or Friday night or Saturday morning. Oh, I thought it was or maybe Sunday. Saturday night. Yeah, no, because I was yeah I was reading about it on the plane on Sunday. <laughs> so yeah, I think it was maybe Saturday night, Sunday morning. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't. Uh, Road rage incident. That's 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 what I picked up on. That's what I heard. And apparently, the guy that did it. Well, I heard they got him. Oh no, they got him. He's in custody. He waited. He waited for him. Oh, at the scene. That's what I heard. Oh, I should have read the story. But uh, <laughs> the gentleman is a rather large gentleman, about six six, maybe six seven, and he uh, he's actually an, uh, plays on a few different. I guess NFL doesn't have minor league teams, but practice squads. Not practice squads. I'm trying to NFL Europe. Hold on, no CFL. It's, it's, it's something weird. It's not like that, but it's anyways. Long story short, he's he's he played. Uh, he was an extra in Twenty Two Jump Street for the the college football team, and I guess he's trying to break into the NFL by any means necessary. Um, Not be prison league, son. Yeah, I know, right? The longest yard, like all day, like a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. It says, uh, yeah, Cardell Hayes, and 
be facing, of course, murder. Uh, da, 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 da. Now, I here's here's the thing that gets me. Okay, now I get it. Athletes are alpha males, and no one wants to back down from nobody. But these two rather large gentlemen, they get into a car accident, they get out. Why is there a gun involved? Anyways, you're that big, you really need to pack heat. The first thing I thought of was like, this gentleman sounds like he doesn't need a gun. Yeah, this is a big fucking biscuit-eating, two-liter-drinking motherfucker. He don't need to carry a gun unless he's got some devious shit up his sleeve to begin with. That's just all there is to that. Is this another case of you can take the person out the hood, but you can't take the hood out the person? I don't, I don't know. I haven't read up enough on it. I don't want to speculate, but I, I, I'm wondering if there's something a little bit more to it than just a road rage incident. If, if somehow there's a connection between these two that I haven't read about yet. Because it just, it just seems crazy that, I mean, you, you, out of all these people, you're going to run into the person or, or into a football player, and you're a prospective football player. You're going to do a dude who can pay for it. You know? Yeah, and you're going to get out, and you okay, as a prospective football player, you're telling me that you don't know who he is, that you're not going to look at him and be like, okay, Fix dudes. your car and help you out. Yeah, like, so you're just going to get out and just, you know, he's going to say, okay, so what, so what if he called you out your name? Who gives a shit? You know, I mean, congratulations, you got to take a little bit of bullshit, but then you're going to get paid in the end. So that's what I, I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping there's nothing as stupid as just, hey, fuck that motherfucker over there, think he all that, run into him, gets out. Okay, this is my excuse to fucking cap his ass. Bam. I mean, it's stupid no matter what happened, but I just really hope it wasn't no shit like that because he even shot the guy's wife, man. She got shot twice in the leg. She's still yeah. alive, though. Like this I mean, guy that's, emptied a clip. That's cold. I mean, that's just cold. Even Mark David Chapman didn't shoot Yoko. I mean, that's just fucking cold, She's man. Fucking right there, too. <laughs> we're talking about something serious and we're cracking jokes, but it's kind of yeah. like, eh, really? Not one stray bullet, huh? <laughs> Right. Who who's that? Hicks or Leary? Who was that? It was probably Hicks and Leary stole it. Touche. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's uh, it's pretty bad. And of course, you know what's going to happen now. It's going to be. It's going. As far as I'm concerned, there's no need to even drag it up because other other podcasts and other talking heads will cover it. But we just have to both at least acknowledge. You know, it's going to turn into some fucking gun debate, and someone's going to fucking hold this up as we need more gun control. No, we need less gun control. Everybody should have guns. No one should have guns. And I'm at this point. I'm just like, look, man, this dude's body is barely cold. Can 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 we just stop making tragedies and propping up? Are making our agenda fit these tragedies? Can we just deal with the fact that the man is dead, leaves behind kids, three kids, I believe, a wife shot twice? Yeah, must we attach politics to everything? Exactly. But in, in this day and age, yeah. It's coming down to that. Other day, I fucking was listening to, like, Pandora or some shit. An American Idiot came on. That song by Green Day. Think what you want about the song, but I was listening to the lyrics. I was like, Jesus Christ, these are, like, prophetic lyrics. This is, like, a 10-year-old song. And that's it, where we're at now, man, unfortunately. It sucks. It's annoying. Okay, we'll have President Trump soon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. A.K.A. Camacho. I know, right? Like, how quick did it take for that? It's only ten years later, man. It's only ten years later. I, I uh... this movie that that movie's supposed to be like five hundred years in the future. <laughs> it's ten years later, man. And you know what it is? And this is this is what's fucked up. It really is this. It's the internet, man. Everybody has a voice, and everybody thinks their voice is right, and everybody thinks they now have the right to tell everybody else to shut the fuck up and think the way they want. Like when you when you had to keep this shit to yourself under threat of maybe getting socked in your fucking shit <laughs> you know what i'm saying like people were a lot more polite now no man they just get on there fuck you bitch fuck you blah 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 and, okay this keeping it sports related go on a sports blog go on a sports page oh yeah they're some of the worst man this shit makes the shit makes political debates look like civilized and i'm not talking the ones that we ever that we not advertise we televise which are can't believe we talked about dick size in a presidential debate, but I know, right? <laughs> but That's what I'm saying, man. I'm talking about the ones online. I mean, this shit makes the YouTube comment section look like look like romper room. It's like 4chan in there, like just accusations of men preferring the company of other men. People saying they've they've done shit with their mother, and the mother done shit with dogs and horses, and and I'm just like, if you put all these people in the same room, I bet you 90 percent of them wouldn't have the balls to say a fucking word to each. Other, let alone start a fucking fight. Our society has now become but I got a the solution. internet. That's what you said last time, dipshit. I got a solution. You're a dick. 
South Carolina, what's up? I mean, we're, we're, we're like here already. It's, they're, they're not necessarily saying that yet, they're, but they're like implying it now. Especially when you see Trump, man. It's fucking... I'm amazed. I don't know. Like, it's scary times. Like, if you really think about it. I, I look at it this way. I, for, for anyone who actually wandered into this podcast, let me just give a little bit of backstory. We used to do a podcast with a couple other gentlemen. And one of the, one of the guys, Jay on the podcast, from the get-go, the minute Trump announced his candidacy, was like, President Trump all the way. And I, I thought it was a joke. I, I'm kind of, I'm, think, I'm thinking, I, mean, I know where he's coming from now. He's just like, fuck it. Let's just tear everything down and build it back up. Because we if, fucked up. We had him on uh, The Weedsman a few weeks ago. And we were asking about it. Hey, so what's up with your boy Trump? He's like, dude, I was fucking around. He's like, I didn't think it would get this far. He's like, no, I did. that was just a joke. He's like, the joke has gone too far. Oh, see, I thought he was just like, fuck it. Which that's where I'm at, shit. too. I'm like, hey, hey, uh, for those of you who can hear my voice in the United States right now, like, shit it shit isn't funny anymore <laughs> like <laughs> what did john oliver call it it's like america's back mole like sure last summer it seemed all right but now ugh, it's, it's it looks like it might be uh, become something serious it's time <laughs> to get looked at and removed literally regular around the margins there i know oh, we, we straight into politics don't even know how we got here well, I mean, hey, if if we want to tie it in, oh, we sports. were talking about attaching politics to everything with uh, uh, Will Smith. That's what that's that's what we were doing. Yes, but I mean, if we you want to tie it back into sports, what if Trump's running mate, Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? John Cena, Brock Lesnar, oh, Vice Christ. President of Kickass. <laughs> yeah. Trump's like, I'm not going to go see Putin. I'm going to go send the Undertaker over there to tombstone him. Fuck him. <laughs> Our Minister of Foreign Affairs, Steve Stokel Austin, <laughs> handing out beers and stunners left and right. I know, right? Goes to the United Nations. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> the the rock shows up. So, what do you think, uh, uh, Germany? Well, I think it doesn't, it doesn't matter, matter what yeah. you think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good times. All right, so <laughs> on that note, <laughs> should that be our wrap-up note? Because I don't think we can get any more absurd than that. Yeah, we can. It's the George Costanza theory. You got to go out on a high note. So, oh, oh, you got to check this out. We got kicked off of Instagram because of our name. What? It was deemed inappropriate. Sporgy? Yes, because it has the word orgy in it and when i was registering our facebook page i tried you know to say hey give yourself a you know decent facebook address and i tried to do you know backslash sporgy it was like that isn't that name contains inappropriate content so i had to do sporgy podcast wow yeah oh but by the way thanks to all of you porn bots on twitter who have been <laughs> retweeting our <laughs> tweets I didn't think about that when I registered that, but it's crazy, dude. We're getting all kinds of retweets from porn bots. Oh, man. Dude, we might have a, an audience that's just, I don't know, man. <laughs> this might turn into some Caligula shit or something. I don't know. <laughs> Thanks to everybody who has followed us at Sporgy Podcast on Twitter. Wait, I have actually, like, there we go. I actually have a script. Uh, thank you for downloading Sporgy for free on iTunes or from ChristopherMedia.net. The all-new ChristopherMedia.net. I updated that bitch. It's way more podcast-friendly. It's easier to share it on your social medias. Check it out. Please make sure to rate Sporgy five stars on iTunes and help to tell others about Sporgy by leaving a comment. Thank you for following Sporgy on Twitter, at Sporgy Podcast. And, well, not on Instagram. Apparently our name is inappropriate. Uh, follow Sporgy on Facebook to like and share Sporgy. Uh, if you would like to donate to Sporgy, you can click on the PayPal button at ChristopherMedia.net. If you use Amazon.com, please click and bookmark the Amazon link at ChristopherMedia.net. It's not going to cost you any extra money, and you will help to support Sporgy. And we, we got a new, uh, well, it's a new affiliate, not necessarily a sponsor, but a new affiliate sponsor. They told me they trust me with the copy. I haven't written it yet, but we'll fly by the seat of my pants for this one. Uh, it's BroBasket.com. It's pretty much like, hey... Guys, eventually you'll have to send a gift to another guy for something. Like, I don't know, you get a job or something. I don't know. It's like booze and shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they got craft beer baskets. They got like a scotch bat. I mean, like. I well, I mean, I mean, hey, man, it, you know, your brother. What do you get him for? What do you get him for Christmas or his birthday? Exactly. You got Father's yeah. Day coming up. You're not buying him clothes. You're not going, hey, dad, I bought you some underwear. Yeah. Hey, dad. 
How about socks? Would yeah, you like or, some of those? Yeah, how about a fucking tie? Who's had to wear a tie to work, you know, in, in, since forever? So, no. Buy him a basket full of booze. You know, hey, you get, you, you get some good stories and some cirrhosis out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. I'm on the website. Let's look what they got real quick. Oh, let's see. Right on the front page. He has enough socks and ties. Oh, look. There's a California coffee and wine box. Oh, corporate gifts. You know, it's gifts for dudes. You're going to have to get a gift for a dude at some point. They got a California craft sampler. Uh, they got a, ooh, they got a fucking Viva, Viva La Tequila. All right. It's a, they got a box here. It's got a bunch of Patron and a couple Coronas in it. All right. The ultimate gift for men, it looks like a big old steel bucket with like a 12-pack of assorted IPAs. I see some Lagunitas in Sierra Nevada. Uh, yeah, the Hophead, the IPA gift basket. The Junior Executive gift basket. What's it got? It's got, like, coffee. Oh, and some, some Johnny Walker Black Label. I mean, I mean, these are some serious dude-related gifts here. Yes, sir. Some some Tito's Handmade Vodka. All right. Oh, they got a Jack, Jack and Coke gift set. Oh, Scotch and Cigars. Irish Car Bomb gift basket. Craft Beer Tasting Kit. I mean, this is some real 1%er shit right here. It's a Coors Light. I mean, all right, you're getting the picture. Oh, they, I mean, they got one craft beer tasting kit where comes a bunch of glasses, a bunch of different craft beers. Check at thebrobasket.com. Uh, by the time this is posted, there should be a link on ChristopherMedia.net, thebrobasket.com. That's all I got for you right now. I'll have copy written by next week, but check that shit out. Help us out. Done, no one's in. Another thing doesn't cost you extra. Just click through at ChristopherMedia.net. All right, Rich, we will uh, do this again next week. Thanks to everybody who has downloaded once again. What have I seen? Utah, Washington, California, Ohio, Michigan. I mean, it's for one show. Thank you. Definitely, definitely. And uh, we'll catch you guys next week. All right, later, guys. If you enjoy this show and want more people to know about it, head on over to iTunes, leave a comment, and rate it five stars. Make sure you like and share us on Facebook, and don't forget to follow us on Twitter. Just search for Christopher Media. Thank you in advance for supporting Christopher Media by clicking on the PayPal button and by clicking through to all the sponsors who support ChristopherMedia.net. Most importantly, we would like to take the time to extend an extra special thanks to you. Christopher Media could not exist without your support. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net, and thank you for listening christopher media let's make some noise thank you for visiting christophermedia.net